Today's topic is about leadership. Again, a huge topic. But as the Arabic saying goes, مَا لَا يُدْرَكْ كُلُّهُ لَا يُدْرَكْ جُلُّهُ That that which you cannot do in its entirety shouldn't be left in its entirety. And Allah blessed me with a bit of voice. So let me share with you a little bit of what I have. My dear brothers and sisters, my dear mothers and fathers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent us to be trendsetters and not followers. Sent us to be demonstrators. Sent us to be leaders. And everything I said prior to this particular statement substantiates what I've just said. And this is prevalent in the life of the Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam. And especially the life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam came to change the norms of people. They were worshipping idols and associating partners unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They came to lead them out of darkness and move them into the sphere and realm of light. They were leaders. They were trendsetters. They weren't mere followers. We just said, your right as part of this ummah is to be the best. And understand that your right of being part of this ummah is to be a leader. Is to be a leader. It is your right. And you will be questioned about this right. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent us Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and revealed to us Al-Qur'an to teach us how to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that we don't worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how we want. To teach us how to be worthy citizens of our communities and contributors to every environment that we are in. Because this is the reality of the life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his message. We were sent to set the trend of Tawheed and submission to the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As was the reason behind the sending of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was sent sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to people that were not leaders, even though they thought they were. They were deceived leaders because all they were doing really, even though they led their tribes and they led their clans, all they did really was follow the way of their forefathers. So were they leaders or were they trendsetters? Or were they blind followers? They thought they were leaders, but they were deceived. And... This concept of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam being a leader is established in the Qur'an and is established in the countless examples in the seerah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not only come to make us trendsetters and leaders in matters of this world, but as well as with matters of the hereafter. For he taught us how to worship Allah. And he taught us how to be with our wives. We know the famous hadith of Anas. In the Sahih, Anas ibn Malik, خيركم, خيركم خيركم He said, the best of you are those that are best to their families, to their wives. And I am the best of you all to my wives. And there are other ahadith. He taught us, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how to be with our parents, 
how to be with our children. We know how he stood up for his daughter Fatima, radiallahu anha. And how he joked with the young boy when his bird passed away and died. Ya Aba Umair, ma fa'ala nughayr. Calling a young boy, oh father of Umair. He's a young boy, not even married yet. What happened to Nuhair, this bird? He, he eased his hurt. And we know from Anas ibn Malik, we know Anas ibn Malik used to greet the young and used to say, this is what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to do. So he taught us how to be trendsetters with our young. When the Quraysh were burying their daughters alive, and treating their families as commodities, he came to trendset. When the Quraysh were including their wives as part of the inheritance, that I owe so and so so much money, you will inherit my wife after I die. He came to teach us how to be trendsetters with regards to relationships with our wives. He taught us how to be trendsetters with our communities, how to be selfless when they lived amongst a qawm, a nation that was selfish. We know how Abu Bakr was freeing slaves with his wealth in Islam. And how the Sahaba would donate and donate for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how the Ansar welcomed the Muhajirun. They didn't say, that's not my problem. These people come from a faraway land. We don't know them. No. They welcomed them. Selflessness. And if they could share their wives, they would have. They even wanted to offer half of their businesses to the Muhajirun. La ilaha illallah. Look what Islam came with. Selflessness. To a people that were selfish, it changed their paradigms and ways. It added context in their lives. Islam didn't come with the treasures of this world, but it, it did. It didn't come with the treasures of the world that the non-Muslims considered treasures. It came with the treasures of this world that a person who believes in Allah in the last day considers treasures. It didn't come with financial standing and material well-being, this kind of content. But it came with context. It came to add context in our lives. It taught us how really to spend our wealth, and how really to spend our time, and how really to behave with the different entities of our, in our lives, the different people around us, the different environments that we experience. And it also added context with regards to the human being and his or her creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.